Now broadcasting on your favorite podcast platform, it's the Maverick Do It Different Podcast with your host, Paul Fink, the Maverick Millionaire. When you want to step up and dare to be different, when you will dare to be great and live up to your fullest potential, when you are ready to dare to be a maverick and live the life of your dreams filled with abundance, passion, and joy, then it's time to listen to me, Paul Fink, the Maverick Millionaire, and the Maverick Do It Different Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is the edition of Maverick Do It Different podcast, and this is where we dare to do it different, to create an amazing world and society for you and for everyone else around you. My name is Paul Fink, the Maverick Millionaire, and I am your host, and today we've got one of our great, great authors with us. One of the authors of Be a Success Maverick, How Ordinary People Do It Different to Create Extraordinary Results, and we are talking to Linda Boswell, and she's a business broker for Trans World Business Advisors, largest business brokerage firm in the U.S. Linda is a proactive broker who helps people through the process of selling their business. Of course, only her focus is absolutely to get the most out of for you with your business and really teaching you how to and working with you how to create that exit strategy so that you really are capitalizing on the years that you spent in building your business. Linda focuses on Main Street businesses and consults everybody on how to expand and grow on a regular basis to create that, that bottom line result. She also has created successful careers in the hotel, hotel business. The home-based business is uh, for over 10 years, ran uh, teams of over 400 people, Taking her wealth of experience and knowledge to help business owners achieve their dream of selling and expanding their business. And she also has over 25 years in the nonprofit realm as well, which is simply amazing, an arena that I love and have a passion for as well. She's held um, offices and raised millions of dollars for children's charities as well as women's shelters. This is someone that you absolutely want to know at a deep level because she touches our world in so many different ways. Please welcome Liz Linda Boswell to the platform. Thank you, Linda. How are you? Very good. Thanks so much for having me on today. I feel honored to be on your show. This is only the beginning, as you know, Linda, and we've got so many things that we're working on now together with this book, this is really key, and we'll talk about the book in just a moment. I want to talk to you about how you got into being a business broker and how you got into that career. Let's start there. Well, I, uh, I've had several different careers in my life. This was kind of like a second do-over. So as um, my chapter is about the journey of rediscovery, and uh, I was realizing that I needed to make a change in my life. And I was, um, after having, working in the hotel business, as you mentioned, and having some uh, home-based businesses, I found that I really needed to do something that uh, I was passionate about. And I actually had hired both a life coach and a business coach to kind of help me kind of go to the next step in my life and figure out exactly where I should be and what, what exactly I was passionate about things, but how was I going to, how was I going to apply that? And I met with them and through strength finders and the VIA Institute and lots of different um, uh, tests, so to speak. And then working with those two coaches realized that I should get into something they thought real estate, but I had been in real estate years ago, back in California, didn't right. want to be. So I uh, 
jumped into the business brokerage. I met a gentleman who was, uh, I was on a, on a board for a chamber of commerce. Gentleman said, I wish you'd come work for me. I didn't really un even understand what a business broker was, but when he told me that I could help businesses to sell their business and I could pass that legacy on to someone else, I was all in. Yeah. So I love economic development. It's the engine of America. No question. And, and absolutely. One of the great things about being a business broker is the information that you've experienced and learned, you're able to share with just the entrepreneurs and business owners all around the world. But it's also that the, the, the skill set you can then take and apply to almost everything that you do that you want to do as other gigs as well. Uh, so always excited about talking to business brokers because they really, there's a wealth of knowledge there. No question. Learn a little about a lot. So there's a, yes. we sell so we have to learn at least, at least a little bit about each one. I mean, I, I had a, a, a groundwater locating business. What the heck is that? Right. You know, is it like that divining rod uh, where you yep. go out? find the water well no actually i went out on site with him and learned it's you know because it's, it's seismic they they shoot some they shoot gunpowder basically into the ground and so i got to learn that if i wanted to open a thousand acres of cattle ranching i knew where to drill that water <laughs> yeah really really cool uh really neat and and you mentioned about business coaching and mentoring and and the people that helped you along it's obviously what one of the things that i'm passionate about and that i do and i know it's such a great great marriage. Uh, it helped you and almost would be something to bring in and to work with a whole lot of your business owners on as well. But definitely, if you had to, and I know you were in transition, what was the transition, if you don't mind getting a little personal, what was that transition stuff about? So, so about, as it mentions in my chapter, the, the about five years ago, maybe longer, I don't know, but five years ago, I was realizing things weren't going all that well uh, in the marriage. And so I figured out that maybe I should, you know, be doing something that can sustain me in the future. So um, I actually have a friend that's written books on core events in your life. And I didn't really get it until the divorce that I, that took place and how core events <clears throat> really Trans transform your life, whether it's a, a marriage, a divorce, a, a, um, a death, I mean, all different things that affect your lives. And so this, obviously, I was going to be independent in the state of Texas, you don't get to collect much alimony, if any. So I was going to have to figure out how to financially make it on my own. And so becoming a business broker um, has been a huge blessing for me. And uh, even with the pandemic, I actually had my best year ever last year and more money than I ever imagined because people were wanting to sell their businesses. And there were so many people in corporate America that are looking to get, not go back to corporate America and, and get into their own businesses. So um, it was, uh, it was tough. I will say a little bit. Uh, luckily I did start about a year before we actually got the divorce. So that gave me a, a little bit of a cushion. So I thank right. it. He's a good man, and he was he was very helpful in, in 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 allowing me to do that. So, it was a divorce that caused me to basically get a second career uh, going in my life. To, and and on a side note, and I know this isn't your your focus or what you're you're looking to advise, but it, life experience teaches us so much. If you had to advise women out there that were thinking about getting in the business or they were in a position where they weren't financially sound in and of their own right, 
what, what would you advise them? So I would have definitely advised it's uh, I was just at an international business brokers conference and there was only 70 women out of 700. So le- less than t- really less than 10%, um, about, about 10%. And that's gone up. So five years ago, four years ago, when, when I went to my first one, there was 11 of us out of about 350. So wow. it's, I recommend, but you know, in my, in my uh, uh, chapter, I talk about um, designing your own life and crafting your own life. And I think that we can do that. Um, we can take the experiences that we've had and use those to pull up to, to kind of fuel us forward in making uh, other choices, right? Because um, our experiences, they good or bad, they can, they, they make us grow, right? Often it, when we fail, what well, they say, fail forward, right? Learn yep. from learn from the things that aren't working for you and take it to the next step. Um, I'm a big proponent of prayer. I'm a big proponent of vision boards. I'm a big proponent of gratitude journals, things like that, that will help you think back to the things that you've done in your life and go, hmm, let's not make that mistake again. So for any man or woman, but for a woman in particular, this is a great opportunity to be able to be part of something. Here's the thing, women, we're a little more empathetic than men and own business owners love that. I met with a man this morning and he's like, I really love your energy and I love what you're telling me. So I think women have a definite um, advantage in this business. Yeah. As a business broker, and I know you carry this empathy with you as you engage with the business owner, only they've got to be really vulnerable. I mean, they've got to open up to you and, and you've got to be really understanding on how that operates for you. They're opening up their financial, they're opening up their life to us. They're opening up their, sometimes they're selling because they want to retire, but sometimes they're selling because there's partner issues or there's a divorce or there's medical issues. And I will tell you that the biggest surprise I have in this is the, is the amount of medical issues that have come to fruition in this. And it breaks my heart because I know I'm on a, I'm on a timeframe to get it sold sometimes. Um, Yeah. Yeah. no, but it's definitely a, it's an amazing career and it's, it's, it's sustained me. I'm, I'm, you know, every day I look forward to getting up and, and talking to my clients. That's so exciting. Yeah. And, and the idea that you've, that you've transitioned at such a powerful level at a time when, when, and I found in the pandemic and all the challenges we've been through in the last few years as a country and as a world, some people it made them stronger. And some people just are still curled up under their blankets and congratulations for being the former and in just grabbing hold and deciding this is my time. And you've flourished and grown with your brokerage business and your whole life. And it's really great to celebrate that now. It is. And you know, and it's when, when something tragic happens to you in life, you got to pick yourself up. I'm not one to lay in bed anyways and curl up all under the blanket, but it wouldn't have been difficult, especially during the pandemic, you know, it'd be, Oh gosh, I I, I saw it every day and it was such a shame. And I'm the same belief system that we've got to face, face the fire, just move towards it and conquer rather than run from it. And with that passion and that energy that you exude, uh, it's obvious your success. Yeah. A lot of networking. So, uh, and that gets me out out into the community. And I love that. Uh, Now, you mentioned about prayer. You mentioned about faith. What part of your journey has, uh, has that been a part of? How has it played a part in the whole success that you've had? 
I would say I've always been a praying woman. I pretty much have been in a Bible study since my son was six months old and he's 29. So that was, uh, that was, um, that's something that's always been prevalent in me. So the uh, power of the praying wife, the power of the praying mother, the power of the praying friend. So I can always, I can remember even very young, um, asking God for guidance in my life, even as a, a young teenager. Um, and I think, you know, even when you think sometimes you've got it figured out and, and, and you think God's taking you in a direction uh, and you're trying to design your life, as I said, sometimes he has for you. So you just have to have a, you have to have faith that uh, the direction taking you and that God's taking you in that direction. That's basically what I did. I trusted God to take me in the direction that he did. Um, and, but prayers plays a big, plays a big part in my life every day. Yeah, no question. Uh, we, we've done the same thing in our journey and quite, um, quite spiritual in that regard and prayer and looking for guidance. And one of the things that I'm really clear on is that just because we design and we have the control to design our life on purpose with intent, it doesn't mean that it goes exactly as planned, that, that we, are, we are just building the, the machine and putting fire in the engine. It doesn't mean that the, it directs in the exact path that we laid out initially. And, and to be able to flow with that and, and to understand that, that things will happen and you'll change direction, but it doesn't negate the plan in the first place. You know, I have a, I have a magnet on my refrigerator that says, we make plans, God laughs. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So with everything that you've done and, and you've had an incredible journey, especially over the last, say, five years, what's next? So I, you know, I think that I can continue to do what I'm doing uh, and help others. I mean, each day I wake up and have a new business. I mean, I just, I just had a an, another a, a restaurant that just called me that you know their partnership is just not working like they thought it was going to be. And then um, the gentleman I met with this today, he's got a um, he's got one kind of business and he's got he has two businesses and he just wants to put one to the side so he can focus on the other one. Sometimes we're oh, trying great. to world, right? So he's like, I realize that. And this one's starting to decline. And it's such a great business. So, you know, for me, uh, every day is about um, helping uh, business owners to just really take it to the next level. Because, and, and here's the thing, when you talked about earlier about how I can help people um, move, move forward, or, or maybe even grow. So maybe they're not really ready to sell. So with my experience of, of uh, the past, I'm able to help them and, and maybe tweak some things within their company to be able to, 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 to just grow it to the level they want. Cause sometimes we plateau and our companies plateau or businesses plateau and they don't really know why. And so we actually have that ability to pre prepare them to uh, exit, whether it be one, three or five years down the line. So. so if someone, and I'm going to get a little bit into the process, because if someone is interested in selling their business or better yet, they have no idea on whether, uh, which is more common, right? They have no idea if they should be selling, if they shouldn't be selling, if they're even the right business to sell, is it the right time? They don't know any of this. They're just intrigued by what you're saying. Um, is is that the person that should be talking to you? Yes, absolutely. Or that person that, you know, so there's a horrible statistic. 98% of small businesses do not know the value of their business. Yeah, 90, yeah. 
And that, and when I go in and talk to people, I'm like, well, what do you think? And what do you want to get for the business? They're like, I have no idea. I'm like, do they usually, do they usually overvalue or undervalue or is it kind of 50, 50? Everybody overvalues kind of like your house. You think your house is a million, it's only worth half a million, or you think it's worth half a million, it's only worth 300,000. So it's, they overvalue. And here's the thing. So many of their CPAs or attorneys or financial planners have told them it's based on their gross sales. And I said, well, it really isn't based on your gross sales because if you have a million dollars in sales, but you have a million and a half in expenses, you you don't have a business. Right. Right. Really based on what you're walk, what we say, what you put in your jeans or what you're putting in your pocket at the end of the year. And so really helping people understand that so that they have a grasp that the business isn't worth half a million dollars or the million that they want. It's only worth 350 or four. So how are we going to get it to there? If you need a million dollars to retire on part of it, hopefully that's not their only thing, but let's just right. say they need a million. And uh, that's the other thing I help them educate. A million is not going to, not going to give you the lifestyle you're living, you know, um. Right. But they don't, but people, people don't know that. So I love to do lunch and learns. I love to help educate people and small business owners get that. You know what, this has just got to be one plan. This is one part of your retirement. And so basically we'll help them in that probably three to five year period to take it from, let's say six, $700,000 business to the over a million dollar business. Do you travel around? Do you do live lunch and learns and, and that sort of thing traveling around the country or that all started and guess what hit we're kind of at the end of 2019 the beginning of 2020 <laughs> and now now we're just ramping it back up you know the people people are um yeah so that's something that we're real excited about is to be able to put maybe you know 10 or 20 small business owners in a room together and the thing is they can feed off each other also but just to educate them and understand that what is the value of their business and then you know what can they sell it for what's the multiple as we call it so oh it's huge so for, we've got people from all around the country listening and around the world listening to this. So bringing Linda in for lunch and learns to really educate. If you're in a community of business owners, um, they need to know this information. Uh, it is like Linda said, people don't know their value. They don't know under, they have no idea on how to value their business whatsoever. And they haven't even thought about that exit strategy. You know, in real estate, and you talked about real estate and people were interested, hey, you should go into real estate. I have a background in real estate and it's so fascinating in business and in real estate. One of the commonalities is people jump in without having any idea how to jump out and, and, they, get, and they get stuck and underwater in so many different ways because they didn't plan 10 steps in advance. They didn't actually have an idea of what happens on the other side of this equation. And with uh, every business owner, they need to be educated on that. It's something that Linda can help them with. Uh, that into <clears throat> some of the things I talk about in my chapter, you know, for me, the seven um, habits from Stephen Covey, his seven habits book was a big plus for me. And just that whole being proactive, you know, beginning with the end in mind, number two habit, the beginning with the end in the mind. And I will tell you that that's what I tell business owners, you know, Jim Rome, I think said the same thing. It's like, begin with the end in mind, because if you don't know where your end is going to be, <clears throat> if you don't know you need a million, what are you just kind of going through? And so many people start businesses as a, we call them a technician. That's another great book, yes. the myth, right? <laughs> I read a lot of books. The myth is another great one. And yes. Uh, the reason it's a myth is that people start as a technician. Hey, I, I, I worked at a bar. I was a bartender, so I should own a bar. I'm like, no, you shouldn't own a bar. You don't know how to manage. Right. 
Yeah, it was one of my early, and I get this as a coach all the time, and, and people come in and we start analyzing, well, what are you doing, where are you going? And I had one person who early on, they were getting rid of their business because they had bought a franchise, a shipping franchise. They go, oh, well, why did they buy a shipping franchise? Well, they were a truck driver. So they obviously knew shipping. And, and they didn't get, and we did a heavy lifting and shifting skill sets so that they could manage this business that they shouldn't have been in in the first place with the, with the skill sets that they thought they needed for it. And so that misalignment happens all the time. Right. Yeah, really incredible. So, so next is to, is to go live to do more lunch and learns, to continue educating people all around the country and uh, to make this, uh, to continue in this prosperous realm. I, do you have an exit strategy? I do, <laughs> but it's long-term. And it's, it's, you know what, what, what I found out, especially when you go to these um, business brokerage uh, meetings, I mean, you meet guys in their seventies and eighties that are selling two or three businesses a year. And that's really all you got to do. So you, right. you, right. It's kind of like a financial planner. You could keep doing this for a long time. That's not, there's not a lot of heavy lifting. <laughs> right. Right. So you could do as much and you can bring on as much business as you want to sustain whatever level of business you really want to create. Right. Yeah. Just one other thing that I want to make a note I, that I, that I think is important. You kind of talked about if what, what I would tell a woman um, if they were ne needing to change something in their life. The other important part is, and it's probably the most important is write it down. Okay, so I talked about vision boards, I talked about journaling, I talked about, you know, prayer, but, um, you know, smart goals, those kinds of things. We've got so much at our fingertips these days between Instagram and now the TikTok. My daughter informed me that TikTok, everybody has something about whatever you want to know about on TikTok. I didn't even know that, but you can yep. there. So, um, but the most important, I think, is writing it down because if you write those goals down. And it could be the person that you want to meet in your life. Um, I know I wrote down a lot of characteristics of somebody that I wanted to meet, you know, uh, especially after being divorced. You're like, you know what you want? You know what you don't want. Now you know what I you want. Right. And so um, whether it be a, a, a relationship or a career or, you know, remember, they also say you were the five people you hang around with. So what friends do you want to get to know and who do you want to be or surrounding yourself with? Because that's who you're going to be the average of eventually. So and that was I, I, that was something really important. And I mentioned it in the book, too, is just you've got to got to really write down and, and be conscious and intentional about the things that you want in your life. You are talking my language, Linda. Absolutely. It's um, it, it, what's what's so amazing to me is that all these things that we're talking about in isolation are so simple, like like anyone can do it. It, there, it doesn't take a lot of brain power, a lot of intellect. It, it, it doesn't take a lot of effort. Anyone can do these. And yet the statistics on how few people do this. I mean, we've all heard, especially in business, write down your goals. And yet it's like 5% of the population actually write them down. And, and let alone follow through and actually do anything about it and read it every day and broadcast it to the world and all those other things that we can do three to five percent actually write them down and it's so simple and yet so powerful in where we end up it really is i think that i one of the things i always put is to be joy filled that i always wanted to have joy in my life that was like one of my intentional words that i had intentional was one of my words i try to pick a word each year and so um 
uh, intentional, you know, joy filled, those being positive, things like that. That's another thing that's really key. I mean, I, the number of people I talk to who have so much negativity in their life, and, and I think that um, they need to do either more reading or they need to spend more time in prayer. I'm not really sure what they need to do there, but um, it, it, it blows me away that they, they um, don't look at the, the uh, glasses they say half full. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Things that happen, you know, there's a lot of magic moments that happen in our day to day. And sometimes we have to just even recognize those magic moments that happen in those experiences. And then when things aren't so good and other people hurt us or something, give some grace, you know, grace is abundant. God gives it, God gives it abundantly. We need to do the same thing. Yeah. Looking at it, not just half full versus half empty, only really looking for the silver lining in all the, the worst of the worst. Um, we, we had a, a challenging couple of years. My wife got sick right at the same time that COVID hit. And, and we, uh, the understanding on all this had a purpose and a reason. And all of this built us to be stronger and to really move with grace and power really made a difference. So yes, uh, the positive energy and constantly looking for what, what's best out there. So important. I want people to get to know you in, in some, some personal stuff as well. And, and I know we've already been talking about so much of this. We call this the lightning round. Let's talk about a couple things. Uh, what's your favorite book? My favorite book is a book I read about 2012. It came out in 2010 by Napoleon Hill. It's called Interview with the Devil. Yes. Sounds very odd, but it's a very good book. He was a, he was written back in the 30s, and he was afraid to release it. Um, it's a great audible book because they have two different voices going on. So you hear the devil's voice and you hear Napoleon's yep. voice, and it's amazing. Um, and it really is a um, again written in the 30s, but it's actually almost a blueprint for what's happening in society today. Uh, powerful. Favorite movie. My favorite movie is The Sound of Music. Why? You know what? I and I'm not even. I can't even sing. I wish I could sing. <laughs> um, it's everything from the storyline to the beautiful scenery and just the empathy and caring of a beautiful woman who takes care of those children and winds up falling in love with the wonderful man and and just it's a beautiful love story. Um, yes. And great music. Have you visited that part of the country? That part of the world? Born in Germany and. Um, great. My daughter's currently living in Croatia, so I will be looking to visit that part back. Um, sad when I was supposed to go, something happened, I couldn't go. Um, so I'll be going this year. Yep. Oh, that'll be awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Go, go, go up in the hills. Uh, they've got the whole area for the sound of music and where they went and the home that they built up in the hills. And uh, yeah, it's, it's a cool place to go. Uh, awesome, awesome, awesome. Uh, favorite singer or band? That's a tough one. I always loved rock and roll, so I was a big Van Halen fan, but I love country music down in Texas, and so I love Luke Bryan. I love country music. Uh, yeah. We, we actually saw Van Halen uh, a couple years ago in concert. Yeah, awesome. And uh, yeah, but the, that genre can't, can't help it. Just the best. So with, with all of this, we've got, like I said, people listening to us all around the world. Final words of wisdom to share. Um, uh, say that if you're not where you want to be, 
in your life today that you just need to make, you need to make a decision and make a decision to, as I said in the beginning, design your life. You can be on a new journey pretty quickly. Uh, there's, again, everybody's hiring. Everybody's, everybody's looking for good, smart, energetic people. And so you need to celebrate um, who you are and, and get on that new journey to get you where you want to be and, and do it with other people that'll, you can bring along with you. So um, I mentioned in my thing, you know, you're, I didn't want to be a passenger. I wanted to be a driver, but I wanted to bring good people along with me in the, in the journey. And so find good people to surround yourself with, uh, with positive energy. And really they'll compliment you as you're striving towards your goals. You can help them with theirs. You help that they'll help you with yours. And then hopefully you'll be able to um, rediscover a new life for yourself. Linda, you've uh, exude all of the above. You decided on a, on a path that was going to serve you and serve everybody. And you've uh, uh, played in that path for, for years now with such success. And it's such a great pleasure to get to know you better and to really uh, engage with you at this level. What, what a pleasure. For everyone, and I want everyone to know, contact Linda. You're in small business, large business. You have, you're an entrepreneur. You're looking to either buy or sell. Uh, you want to have a conversation. Linda is extremely giving, is here to work with you. Reach out. Her contact information is here. How to reach out to her, how to get a, a, a key component, buy the book and get to know her that way or reach out and get a consult with her. Absolutely a valuable time, well worth it. Uh, you wanna spend that time, get to know her even more and find out how you can either buy or sell a business or uh, know what's going on in your future so that you have a real exit plan and you can help you with all of the above. Linda, it's absolute pleasure to have you here. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Paul. I appreciate your time today. This has been Linda Boswell. My name is Paul Fink, the Maverick Millionaire, and this is Maverick Do a Different Podcast. Till next time, everyone. Thanks for listening to Paul Fink. That's me, the Maverick Millionaire, and the Maverick Do a Different Podcast. You can listen to us anytime, 24-7, on your podcast listening platform of choice. Introduce us to your friends. Give us five-star rating and subscribe and share us across all your social media platforms to anyone that could really utilize this message right now. Till next time, everyone.